let's not let the party and the people who run Biden and people like Gavin Newsom and others of the party, let's not let them memory hold what they did to the entire world because <laughs> they're kind of trying to memory hold the whole thing. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live, and the party is pivoting. And what we really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is, is as up to date. Ah, so we'll talk about the great pivots that are up front, afoot, I should say, as there is an ongoing attempt now through certain members of the party, particular Twitter, particularly Twitter blue checks. To come and say, oh, so we know so much more now. We know so much more about the virus and about masks. And we've been availed of information that we didn't have before. And so now we see things clearly. And this isn't something that we can allow to let them allow them to do. Because the fact of the matter is this. The information about masks have existed since the Spanish flu since 1918. Roughly after 1918, uh, there's a great piece called The Masquerade. Our friend Dr. Andrew Boston wrote this. If you want a history of face coverings and upper respiratory viruses and the fact that they don't work, even when a sheriff can shoot you dead, make your head a canoe for you if you step out of your house, that didn't work. And in fact, the findings were that more people had uh, bacterial pneumonia than they did or died from bacterial pneumonia than they did from the Spanish flu. So the learnings about about masks have existed for uh, over 100 years. The knowledge about cloth masks not stopping viruses has existed since physics have existed. And our understanding of physics at a microscopic level have existed. They are monumentally, the openings are monumentally too large. Not just the ones on the side of your face, the one in the masks themselves. The N95 masks, we also know that they do not stop all the virus. It may stop some of it and some of the droplets of water, but viruses, molecules of viruses are not, are not simply contained to droplets of snot or water. That's existed. The fact that lockdowns don't work was presaged by Tony Fauci's people who wrote a paper roughly titled, in the case of an upper respiratory virus, do not lock down the country. We know the origin of the uh, six-foot social distancing thing came from a junior high school girl who was writing a paper. Her dad was a computer programmer, um, IT guy connected to public health who marched that up over into the circles of the intelligent. And, and it was George W. Bush's people who started to circulate this idea that standing six feet away from people will make sure that you don't get the flu. Now, that's, of course, belied by the fact that the deer, deer in the woods have the flu, yeah, they got the flu. Why? Because it's airborne. That's how <laughs> that's how Omicron made it to the prison planet, uh, prison island of Australia, which was completely locked down. All that knowledge has existed. The knowledge about the fact that these injections were not going to stop this virus existed when they did their initial filing and their paperwork. We knew that the moment that they were filed because the attorneys made them admit 
This isn't going to stop the virus. We've known why they want to inject kids forever. They want to inject kids because when they get this added to an actual vaccine schedule for kids, then they're completely free of liability. Recently, I learned, and this is a piece that I recently learned, that the reason they're not shooting up by force illegal immigrants and refugees to the country is because they're not, they if when, when they are uh, injured or get killed by these useless garbage mRNA injections, they can sue and win. Us, you know, American citizens, we have to go ask the vaccine companies if we can sue them through their self-appointed, created vaccine court, which is really just a way to make sure no one pays anybody any money for when they get their families killed or injured. So all of the attempts that the blue checks are making on Twitter to say, well, we've got so much more information now. It is an attempt to pivot, an attempt to erase history. In fact, there is a great piece Alex Berenson has up on his Substack about a blue check who said that there were going to be, she said there were going to be 23 million Americans or something dead from this. And she's deleted that tweet, didn't mention she deleted it, never wrote back and said, golly, I was sorry. I, I don't know how that happened to me. Well, it happened because you live in a bubble and you live in a bubble world and living in bubble worlds will make you, you know, just be able to fall into bubble thinking and be crushed by bubbles, be crushed by bubbles. That's a weird sentence. I was crushed by bubbles in a world where blue checks are crushed by bubbles. And there's a reason that we have psychological immunity to this. It's because we do not turn to human beings as our sole source of wisdom. Certainly, God gave us brains and loaned them to us. And this, yeah, I guess it's courtesy of Rush, loaned them to us. Certainly, he allows us to have discernment and some more than others. But those of us who are not going to fall into the trap of seeing human beings as our authority, and you know, rather than just a, a, a governing force or a, a people who do a common task for us, those of us who do not turn to people to be our small G gods, we're going to sit back and question these things. So let's not get the, let them get away with erasing recent history. Barry Weiss tried this. Well, in fact, let me let me start this way with the news. Let me because there's some things they're trying to hide. Let me finish my thought. Let, hey, Herman, shut up. Let Herman talk. All right, Herman, you talk. Herman's done talking. These are the things they want us to forget. We'll go through that. I just went through some of it. What are they trying to hide? This is the this is classic. This is classic. You know, get your your hands, your eyes stuck on their left hand. With their left hand, they're saying, "Oh, we know so much more now." With their right hand, they're still playing the game. There's still things that they're trying to hide with this. So let's let's go to a a, a little bit of a memory cue in terms of the news, and that is that Bill Gates, Bill Gates tweeted December nineteen nineteen. Yeah, December 19th, 2019. Oh, what's next for a foundation? Oh, I'm particularly excited about what next year could mean for one of the best buys in global health, vaccines. Best buy in global health, vaccines. 2019, December of, best buy in global health, vaccines. Hmm, so you see a 1,600% increase. In the stock prices of some of these companies, like the criminals at Pfizer, which is a criminal organization in my judgment, Moderna, following slightly behind Pfizer. Yeah, Bill, looks like it was a fantastic buy. These are some of the things now, and, and Bill Gates has come out 
And he's come out and said, oh, what we don't have, uh, uh, we played this audio earlier in the week. What we don't have is, is vaccines that stop transmission uh, or infection. They're very effective at making people feel good. He's pivoting. Don't let him. You did this, Bill. You're responsible for this, Bill. Everybody who died as a result of the lockdown, Bill, you own a part of their death, Bill. Every single person who was driven to suicide because your lockdown stole their small business belongs to you, Bill, and you're going to have to settle up with your creator. You may not think you, you, you probably think you don't have a creator, but you do, and you're going to have to face him, and you're going to have to explain how you developed this incredible hubris to shove this stuff in the people's arms using your money. And, and it's not even your influence, Bill. It's your money. You bought people. The great article, Bill's Media Geek, Gatekeepers, details this from the, uh, and this is from a journalism review, Columbia Journalism Review, criticizing so-called media for letting Bill Gates position himself as the expert on public health. And let's not forget, who is the party again? Pharma, media, tech, academia, deep state. And I got to figure out a way to add into that um, big finance because they're part of the party as well. So don't let Bill pivot. He doesn't get to do that. You said, you said in the midst of the, of the politically advantageous, deadly targeted lockdown of, of school children, and locking down anything that grows people. Oh, well, we don't have a choice. <laughs> and you laugh. You don't get to pivot, Bill. Nope, not forgetting. God's in the forgiveness business, and I'll pray for you, but I'm not forgetting. And this is the sort of mindset. This right here, this poor lady at the, at the Defeat the Mandates rally, she was one of the people protesting the people who want to have their own their own health made their decision. Listen to how mentally abused this poor lady is, courtesy of Bill Gates. Now, would you be interested in talking to me about why it's important that you're protesting this today? Because I'm not a selfish person who thinks it's all about me. If we could get a 90% herd immunity, not natural immunity. We can get back to our lives. Are you vaccinated? I am double vaccinated and boosted. How many booster shots are you willing to get? As many as it takes. So like 10, 20, 30? As many as it takes because I'm not a selfish bastard. I want to get back to my life. The, the, the utter abuse of that woman's mind. When she's speaking, you didn't have the advantage of seeing the video. She put scare quotes around natural immunity. That's you, Bill Gates. That's you, Tony Fauci. That's you, World Health Organization. That's you, New York Times. That's you, Seattle Times. That's you, Como News. That's you in the media. That's you in academia who didn't come out and say, yes, there's such a thing as, as natural herd immunity. That's you. That's all of you. That's you, pharma. That's you who con people into believing there's no such thing as, na- as herd immunity and naturally gained, which would mean there's no such thing as a human immune system. And you're trying that as well. Do not let them pivot away from the lies they've told to program people. Later this week, we're going to talk about an official government uh, position in England where they literally use behavioral modification. And it's called the nudge theory. One of my listeners has really, really all over me to talk more about this. And we've talked about nudge theory before and, and credit where credit's due. Uh, Glenn Beck, as he often does, has been all over the issue of nudge theory. 
and Cass Sunstein. I first learned about it from Glenn way back in the day. And there's um, one of my listeners, Chuck, is all over this behavioral modification stuff. So later this week, I'm going to share pieces of a government document. Well, it's actually not a government document. It's a, a document researchers wrote for the bosses of the UK to show them how to create more terrorized, traumatized women like that and people like that. So that's the result. Don't let them forget and do not ourselves forget that they have programmed a whole bunch of people to believe the only thing that can keep them alive is Big Pharma, a member of the party. Now, let's just also recall the great gift that the Lord Almighty has given us. And I think I think somehow this these quotes keep coming up in my mind from from Job. This is uh, Job 34, 21, 25. His eyes are on the ways of mortals. He sees their every step. There is no deep shadow, no utter darkness where evildoers can hide. God has no need to examine people further that they should come before him for judgment. Without inquiry, he shatters the mighty and sets up others in their place because he takes the note of their deeds. He overthrows them in the night and they are crushed. We can rely on the fact that God Almighty sees this. There's no place they can hide, and this has been proven, and God has not allowed them to hide what they have done. Psychologically, physically, medically, the harm that they've incurred, the people they've killed with these injections, the people they've injured with these injections, they're not successfully hiding it, and they're trying. And that is a fantastic gift that the Lord has given us, and we should just take time to be thankful for this. Clay Travis points this out. This is Barry Weiss. So Barry used to be um, a big timer at the New York Times. What was she, the opinion? I think she was the opinion editor. So she was a big timer, digerati, thinkerati, smarterati, miliorati, cashierati, New Yorkerati, Manhattanerati. And she got herself canceled because she wouldn't be completely insane in subservience to the party and to the left mob and to the, to the Marxist mob. So she found out what it was like to get canceled. She took a tiny little lick on the tip of a red pill. And she's even started to call out Biden and the party for things. Here she is. Now, this this audio is not great. Apparently, Clay used his cell phone to grab this. It looks like his original audio that um, Clay grabbed, but apparently used his cell phone. She was on with Bill Maher. Now, in defense of Maher, and, and, and he, he's, a, he's a filthy-mouthed man, but, you know, who am I to judge? I went through life before I became a Christ follower of throwing out a curse word pretty often. So Bill Maher has been right about the lockdown from day one. He was one of the first people in Hollywood to stand up to this. So don't, don't think he's, he's pivoting. He's not. This is Barry Weiss, and she's speaking here for a whole lot of, of digerati and blue checks, et cetera. But Barry Weiss, welcome to the morning breakfast where we all see what's going on. I'm done. With this question? No, I'm, I'm done with COVID. Oh, I'm, I'm done. It's yeah. like I I went so hard on COVID. I, yeah, I sprayed the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. Like, I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, we all did it, right? A lot of us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal. And we haven't gotten back to normal. And it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this. 
and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be, you know, smeared as a trumper. I'm sorry, if you believe the science, you will look at the data that we did not have two years ago and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything. You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize most importantly that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. They are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think it's a, it's a, it's a wild applause. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's not it's not real anymore. At, at, at this point, at this point, is it Barry? At this point, Barry, it's at this point, Barry, Barry, it's at this point, at this point, it's it's bureaucracy. At this point, two years in, Barry. Hey, listen, I am just as pleased as anyone to have someone from the left lick the tiniest portion of a red pill and understand that it is a pandemic of the bureaucracy. By the way, that's a great phrase. That's actually a great phrase. That truly is. But Barry, again, back to the beginning of the program today, we've had this data. You chose not to see it. You chose instead to worship at the feet of Fauci and the Fauci liars and the Gates and your friends in media. How is it? How on earth was I a, I am the rodeo clown of all rodeo clowns. How was it that we have this program first on radio, now just on podcast. How is it that we were able to tell you that it wasn't going back to normal? How was it within two weeks we were saying, you know, this is about the election, right? How was it that we trademarked the phrase, the COVID is the election and the election is COVID. How was it that we knew they were going to say, oh, well, the, the riots, no, those don't spread the COVID. Only only Sturgis does that. How is it that we knew cloth masks didn't do anything? Barry Weiss, your question should be, how did you get so rolled? And if you weren't rolled, are we truly to believe that all of a sudden you're just now figuring this out? Now, she sounds very sincere to me. And so I think we should thank her, first of all, for speaking up, because people like this should be thanked because it's it's scary to speak up. But the other thing we need to let her know is, no, Barry, we're not going to forget. We're not going to forget it took you two years to notice that even though you could smell someone's B.O. through a, 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 a stupid woke mask, you conned yourself into believing that was blocking a virus. We're not going to let you forget it, Barry. Skepticism has its place. The God, God gave us intelligence and he loans it to us. And with his guidance, of course, it's far better. Psalm 12, 19 through 23. Truth will last forever. Lies are soon found out. An evil mind is deceitful, but gentle thoughts bring happiness. God, uh, put me, good people never have trouble, but troublemakers have more than enough. The Lord hates every liar, but he is the friends of all who can be trusted. Be sensible and don't tell everything you know. Only fools spread foolishness everywhere. How many people spread the foolishness? that they heard that was behaviorally programmed into them. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be cute. I'm saying, well, in fact, we know this. 
I've taken people through. We've taken people through the massive study they did of 6,000 people on how to best con them into following the words of the party. That that happened, guys. They 6,000 people in a Harvard study on how to con people into doing what the party wants in terms of their health. Let's not let them forget that. Hey, if you're one of uh, our listeners in Idaho, if you're in Idaho or Spokane, Eastern Washington, um, a good friend of mine, in fact, a brother of mine, uh, Mark Collins, chairman of the Business Forum Roundtable, and he's partnering with a woman who's pretty amazing. Her name is Melinda Thiessen. If you're over here, you'll know this, this incredibly legendary place called the Old European Restaurant. They're putting on a workshop on, on how to have integrity in the workplace. And this is Christ-like integrity. Um, this is going to be happening. First one's January 27th. That's around the corner on Thursday. And I'm going to be coming to these. And I will be honest up front and say I can't stay for all of it because Thursday is the biggest, busiest podcast day that I have. Uh, But I'd love to be able to meet you there. There is a link to this in the show sheet, or as we would say, the podcast notes. So again, I know that's just for Idaho, et cetera, but I'd love to be able to meet you there. So we're not going to let them pivot out of this. Okay. We're not, we're not going to let them, you know, we're we're not going to let them rewrite history. And in the case of Barry Weiss, hey, everybody advances, and I'm glad that she's advancing. And I'm glad that she has made the decision to no longer... Well, I don't know that she's made this decision. I, I, I don't know that, that, that she's decided to never again be deceived. Does it sound like it? I would say this. The first step to deciding to never be deceived again is to understand you've been fooled. And this is the biggest problem for the party. This is truly the biggest problem. Once people figure out you have conned them... It is very, very difficult to retain or to regain their trust. And that's the good news in this. Maybe Barry Weiss is going to be more careful. The CDC, and this is now, this is another measure. And I'm not going to let them pivot from this. Right now, as I, as I still pay attention to Seattle media, forgive me, it's a habit, but I still pay attention to Seattle media. There is no responsible reporting on the COVID flu in the city of Seattle at all, save my friend Dory Monson, my friend Ari Hoffman, and, and to some degree, uh, my friend, former colleague Jason Rance, although he continues to call these things vaccines, and they're not, they never have been, and they never will be. And that's just something that my friend and I disagree on. But in the rest of Seattle media, there is no responsible reporting on this at all. So victims of Seattle media do not know that the CDC recently put out an analysis that so they tried to bury this. They didn't want this to be the headline, but it should be that natural immunity offered stronger protection against COVID than the so-called vaccines during the Delta wave. Remember the Delta wave? That was the one that was killing everybody. Now, again, how is it? How is it that we knew that natural immunity was stronger? Well, there were the tests. There were the papers. There were the peer-reviewed papers. There were the observational data. Then there was logic. Here's logic. You take your car into the um, to the to the, uh, the 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 mechanic, 
And he comes out and says, okay, listen, um, I know these aren't fun conversations, but I should let you know that two of your, uh, two of your rocker arms in your engine, um, they're, they're, they're bent. You got two bent rocker arms. Uh, you also have a camshaft that's uh, pretty well scratched up. Now, I know this is a classic car, and uh, I know that you want to keep it running. So what do you say that we just fix the bolts on the camshaft and, and head you out the door? Said another way, maybe people who aren't gearheads, because I certainly ain't, you show up at the, you show up at your tire place. Hey, I got two flat tires. Okay, uh, why don't we put, uh, I don't know, why don't we go ahead and put 10% of air in one of them and call it good? No, I'd like you to fill them all up with air. Well, we don't have time for that. You know, there's a whole bunch of trials and we'd have to run through safety analysis. So we'll just put 10% of the air. What say you want the left front or the right rear? Which one do you want the 10% of air put back into? That's a perfect metaphor for what they did with the junk trash mRNA injections, which didn't even make real spike proteins. They made facsimiles thereof. Anybody with just take a step back, don't be conned by the Fauci's, don't be conned by the Gates, take a step back, look and say, hmm, which is going to provide better protection? Your body that analyzes every aspect of the virus and then builds immunities to every aspect of the virus or conning your body into producing a facsimile of the virus, which in and of itself is going to cause blood clots in your body, but ignoring the rest of the virus, which one's going to offer better immunity? Hmm, I wonder, how could we ever know? So Barry Weiss, so Cairo 7, so Seattle Times, so New York Times, so The Hill, so everybody else, how is it that we could look at this and say, that doesn't make any sense? Well, what did we have Fauci saying? Well, in order to push a vaccine that that just must be better, we just have to change people's understanding of, of influenza. What did he mean? We need to scare people is what Tony Fauci meant. That's exactly what he meant. And we go right back to Bill Gates. Oh, what we don't have now, or we didn't have vaccines that stop transmission and infection. Bill Gates, you scared people. It was your design to scare people. Bill Gates, Event 201 was about scaring people. By the way, Barry Weiss, are you going to talk about Event 201? Uh, Ron Johnson, Senator Johnson is doing a fantastic job confronting the reality of these mRNA injections. Are you going to bring before your committee everybody involved in Event 201 so that we can outlaw this ever happening again? Rand Paul, Senator Paul, you've done a brilliant job exposing the lie from Tony Fauci that this wasn't created in the Wuhan lab. And I think you're 99% there to proving it. You've definitely proven that Tony Fauci broke the law to work with the Chinese Communist Party to create, don't call it a bioweapon, just because you're taking a virus and making it more deadly. That's certainly not the aspect of a bioweapon. Golly gee, no, the Chinese Communist Party that has pledged to be the number one experts in the world at total warfare, including chemical and biological warfare. Warfare, why they would never take money from the United States of America to create a deadly pathogen or just try out sending one around the world to see what the response is. Hey, can we get the dummies to lock down their economy? Hmm. You've done that, Rand Paul, but now let's close the loop, Rand. 
Let's get the people from the World Economic Forum. Let's get them and the participants in Event 201. Let's get them to come and testify so that we create laws, that we create a wall of separation between pharmaceutical companies and the FDA, that we create a wall of separation between pharmaceutical companies and the CDC. Let's change the the, the structure of their, of their pay. It is an obscenity that CDC scientists get to participate in patents from pharmaceutical companies. It's an obscenity that the FDA gets to do that. Flip the incentives. You incentivize these companies to find instances of fraud, illegality. You you incentivize these scientists who work for the government. You incentivize them to find missteps. You pay them for that. So we can flip that. Don't let them forget. Do not let them pivot. You have uh, you have Rochelle Walensky, who is a was some intermittently she's pretty good at lying. She's better at it than Fauci. But when she sits down in front of the teleprompter, she's a terrible teleprompter reader. Here she is, bad blue screen behind her, and she's announcing what? What have I been talking about? What's the word I've been using? Pivot, right? A pivot, right? Here she just says it. Walensky just says, yeah, you know what? We're going to go ahead and pivot the language. And what we really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be based on when they got their last vaccine. So importantly, right now we're pivoting our language. We really want to make sure people are up to date. That means if you recently got your second dose, you're not eligible for a booster, you're up to date. If you are eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it, you're not up to date and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date everybody up to date now how long before separate countries like washington state and oregon start to enforce this how long before you need to have that update so you can fly or participate in life Do not let them pivot. Do not let them change the language. Do not let them act like this is in any way, shape, matter, idea, faction, or form normal. Do not let them act like this has anything to do with healthcare because it absolutely has nothing, nothing to do with healthcare. It never has anything to do with healthcare. This is a fantastic control experiment. And you win. We win. It's just like Willy Wonka. We didn't go out and sell the everlasting gobstopper. We're not fools. We want the chocolate factory. My friend Zach Abraham's going to join us this week. We're going to talk about was the stock market ever legitimate? Was it? No, that's a good question. How was it designed? Was it ever legitimate? Is it legitimate now? Well, he's already answered that. It's it, He's already, in Zach's opinion, it's not legitimate any longer. It's legalized gambling and worse. It's rule-breaking on a monumental level. What would it take to get the stock market back in place? Maybe it's a Bitcoin thing. All right, maybe we have a Bitcoin market. I mean, I know people buy and sell that. I'm not saying that, but maybe we create our own stock market. Maybe we bet on companies. Well, we'll see how that works. He is Zach, the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital. He hosts a radio show of his own, which is very successful. It's called Know Your Risk Radio. And for six years, Zach has been saying roughly the same thing. He's been saying, if you're using good old bonds in the good old 60-40 mix for the good old safe portion of your portfolio, you might be taking a serious risk with your investment particularly for your retirement. And that's what Zach's focus is at Bulwark Capital Management. Their focus is to grow your portfolio while protecting against loss. And direct quote from Zach, people ask him, what's your number one concern right now? 
with people's investments. He said inflation with all this money printing and still 0% interest rates, inflation will very likely rise. And when inflation rises, bonds get crushed. Dude has been consistent. Dude, he's a friend of mine. Call Zach now. Get a free copy of their Common Sense Investing. And what this will do is it will teach you Bulwark's bond replacement strategy. You might decide to do it on your own. And this might be a DIY finance project. Some of you might decide to engage Zach and hire him to do it for you. So get a copy of this Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK. It is a free booklet. Okay, they're just going to send it to you. It's your, it's your property then. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Trek Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. We're not letting them pivot. Walensky, you may decide that you want to call it up to date. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call it a third shot of a useless, dangerous injection. Please, and I beg everybody, including all my friends in talk radio, please stop calling this trash vaccines. Every time you do that, you're helping the opponent. You truly are. So that's Walensky pivoting. That's the stuff they want us to forget. They want us to forget that they said, you're not going to get it if you get the shots. You can't get sick. You will not go to the hospital. Joe Biden said you won't die. If you get the injections, the national media said safe and effective, 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 safe and effective. You notice that they don't say that anymore. Safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. You notice they don't say that in their marching orders any longer. Why don't they say safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective? Why don't they do that? Because they're not safe and they're clearly ineffective. So now it's safe and effective at preventing you from being disliked by people. That's what it is. It's down to that one thing. And later this week, we're going to talk about this document. And I have a link to it. I've been reading it. That taught the UK government how to brainwash people into becoming afraid of a flu. That's the stuff they're trying to pivot on. Why? Well, part of it is virtual soul cleansing. Part of it is to save their careers. Part of it is so they can say, oh, when I write my book, oh, I always knew. Part of it is because they're embarrassed. Part of it is because they may well think they've discovered new information. Like when your kid comes to you and says, did you know there was a, this happened to me. This is a true story. I was talking to some young people once and we were talking, I was curious about what they watched on TV. This is, you know what? This was back when I worked at Microsoft. I was talking to someone about what they watched on TV. And this young woman said, no, it wasn't Microsoft. It was later. I was talking about web video with this young woman. So what do you guys watch on TV? And they started to talk about those, um, those shows where they have contests for people to win, like America's Got Talent and all that. And apparently Steven Tyler had been a guest host on one of these. And one of the young women said, oh my gosh, I watched him. Did you know that he was in a band called Aerosmith? Oh, I didn't know this. Um, th- this is Barry Weiss. Did you know the woke masks don't work? We just found that out. So what are they trying to hide? Well, the shots are deadly. So two years from now, when the news stories come out, I can't wait to hear all the new information they have. I can't wait to hear the way this is spun. I know it's going to be spun in the Mockingbird media. 
Sources close to the FDA say in the height of the coronavirus pandemic, then-President Trump pressured the FDA and the CDC to create an mRNA-based drug that would be called a vaccine. Trump, in fact, drew out the mRNA structure on a whiteboard, including the details as to how the mRNA should function. It was also Trump's idea that they use nanolipid particles to coat portions of the so-called vaccine so that the body would not reject it. Health experts say causing the body to produce a poison, which scientists call a cytotoxin, may be why so many people have suffered heart attacks and strokes, as well as failed pregnancies as a result of what scientists now call the Trump injection. I mean, that would be one way for them to spin it. And do you think they wouldn't? Well, I didn't want to say anything at the time uh, because I was hoping that 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 President Trump would 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 turn himself in to federal authorities and face charges for human rights crimes. But now that I'm retired on my retirement pay of three hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year um, and living in the uh, in, 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 in in an undisclosed location uh, on a top of a mountain in uh, in New Zealand where I can see the beautiful prison island of 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 Australia, I feel safer now saying. It was actually President Trump who designed uh, the the uh, mRNA injections uh, on the back of a napkin at a Trump hotel when he was talking with Vladimir Putin, who named it a uh, vaccine. That'd be one way. Because here's the part they don't want you to know. We can go through it again. These aren't papers. These aren't models. These are doctors like Dr. Ryan Cole who runs the largest immunological lab west of the Mississippi, looking at blood samples, saying, oh, wow, we're seeing the reemergence of cancers in people who had been in remission for decades. Oh, wow, we're seeing a whole bunch of weird activity within the T-cells of people. Oh, wow, we're seeing a lot of indicators that we could be looking at immunodeficiencies. We are seeing paper after paper, the Japanese paper that showed um, that was a paper that actual test. They actually put the spike proteins into human cells and said, wow, look at that. It kills the uh, it kills the cells ability to correct errant code. That's what it does. They showed it. They operated it. They did the actual physical test. Look here. When you put this this injection stuff against the human cells, it means that the human cells can no longer correct errant DNA. That's weird. Why would you want that? Now you get a pediatric cardiologist and he's talking with Dr. Robert Malone talking about, oh, what's happening to kids in their hearts? And and should we be concerned about this? Because it, it, it seems that maybe we should be. This is one of the things that they are trying to hide. They don't want people to know this. So, Kirk, you're probably the most uh, qualified physician scientist I've encountered for talking about pediatric uh, damage to the heart associated with both the virus and the vaccine. Um, are, in your opinion, if we have the mandates deployed in the state of California that Governor Newsom has signed into law, are we going to see significant numbers of death in, in damaged hearts in California from the vaccines? Well, I, I, th- well, I, I think depending on how many people they get to take it, um, yeah, I think the number is just a numbers game. 
I think as you look around the world, we're getting down to a number of somewhere between one in 3,000, one in 6,000. If we allow those kids to stay active and play, I think there's a lot of myocarditis that is under the radar. A recent study on elite athletes out of the Big Ten showed that when they looked at the, the cardiac MRI of the elite athletes, almost 50% had, or around 50% had um, myocarditis that couldn't be, wasn't known by symptoms, um, but was seen on cardiac MRI, and that puts them at risk for sudden death. Uh, so I, I think that it, as we ramp this up for really um, to try to get everyone like the mandate in California to get, you have to have a vaccine in order to go to school. Then I think by what we see around the world, then the numbers of myocarditis cases will go up and we may, we may have an increase in sudden cardiac death associated with myocarditis, just in kids playing on the field. We saw the woke masks. We knew what the injections were going to do. We knew the lockdowns didn't work. We knew they were going to push this as far as they could. We knew that they were going to make exceptions. For when the riots came, we knew these things were going to last. We knew that they were going to come with the injection passports, the traveling papers. We knew that the lockdowns would last. We knew they were playing games. Now you have people like Barry Weiss, God bless her for saying it, wanting to pivot, come around the corner. Don't let them do it. We see these things too. The people who were right about the lockdowns are right about these medical effects. And I was wrong about something. I was wrong that we could start sending emails. We are working through this. This is this has turned out to be a great big learning thing for me. That there are a whole bunch of companies that hate free speech. We are finishing up the integration of the new mail system. They don't hate free speech. They're a good platform. They're going to help us get the emails out. So right now, if you go to the ToddHermanShow.com, Dave the Digital has a little thing there. We're not taking emails right now. We'll get it fixed. I've got a bunch. This is going to be a chance to catch up, actually, and write personally back to people. So I'm just apologizing that I didn't know that we weren't quite ready to do that. We tested it yesterday. We're going through cleaning up some of the list today. I don't want to get into the details, but that's what's going on. So that will be soon. Thank you for your patience and please shop with us again. I do mean that. Shop with us again. Um, oh, gosh, you wouldn't believe the advertiser I talked to this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a, oh, my gosh, there's such cool stuff coming. So we're not going to let them pivot. We're not going to let them forget. And we're not going to forget the things they're trying to hide now. They're using the same techniques. They're using the propaganda of silence. New York Times, The Hill, Washington Post, Seattle Times, Cairo Radio News people, Como News people. We see the damage these injections are doing. We will not forget your decision to hide them. Good morning, America. We will not forget your decision to hide these. We are going to remember forever who decided to participate in this massive cover-up? And if you were a participant, we're not going to let it go. We're open to forgive. God Almighty can forgive, but we'll never, ever forget that in this time period, you are two years behind admitting the harm of the lockdowns, the uselessness of the so-called mitigation strategies, and every single day you refuse to report on this sort of damage, you're joining, you're, you're doubling down on being irresponsible and unbelievable. Do you remember um, Ivory Hecker? She was a reporter at a Fox affiliate who said that she was, uh, well, in fact, she had audio that appeared to prove that she was silenced because she wanted to talk about injuries from these injections. She has produced a letter on Twitter, Texas, Texas Children's Pediatrics, 
Texas Children's Pediatrics, and this is their, um, let's see, Humble Avascostia and Humble Kingwood so-called vaccination policy. They are not going to treat children who have not been injected with this mRNA, AAN, DNA garbage. So your kid's sick, they don't care. Get him injected. Your kid has anaphylactic shock from this stuff. Apparently, they don't care. Get him injected. The injections mathematically can't help your kids. We don't care. Get them injected. So once again, I go back to the party. Pharma, media, tech, academia, and deep state. You guys are still pushing this into the arms of children. You're still lying. You've been lying from day one. I didn't hear Barry Weiss turn the corner yet on these things have no business in the arms of children. And they have no business in the arms of children, mathematically or otherwise. There is no medical defense of this. There never will be. There never can be. Do not let them distract with the pivot to, oh, we were wrong about the lockdowns. You're wrong right now. You're wrong pushing this into the arms of kids. Speaking of that, there's a lawsuit against Bill Gates in India, and this is beginning to gain international attention. It's about vaccines prior to COVID-19's mRNA injections, which are in fact gene therapies, not vaccines. This is beginning to get international attention because of how it was pushed and the con involved just as previous cons of Fauci's like the con of his, of his so-called treatment for AIDS, like his con the 30 year con of this guy. And in this case, Gates gets in on the con and this, this lawsuit in India has been long going. There's a lawsuit in Germany and this is not being done by a group of clowns. This is done by very, very well-considered attorneys who are suing to say that, look, you never even cultured a COVID-19. They're to that point. They're to the point of saying this was a flu. You changed the name of a flu so that you could do this to people. Now, I don't know where that theory is at. It's a lot of it's in German. I'm following it the best I can. But in America... And this is the good news. Well, the good news is that the Lord has shown this to people. The good news is, guys, you've got nowhere to hide. You didn't succeed in hiding this. You didn't hide this from us. You think you can hide it from God? Good luck. Robert Kennedy and a group of great patriots, and I disagree with Kennedy on a lot of things, and probably so do you, held a great event in Washington, D.C. My wife watched most of this. And what's great news about this is that they didn't get to shut it down. There's another piece of news that the party better examine. This is RFK uh, speaking a little bit at this event. Really disconcerting part of this pandemic response has been what I call the information chaos. The use, the orchestrated confusion and fear. I'm manipulating PCR tests and over-amplifying them by changing the metrics on how death certificates are calculated. The complete absence of any good information on case fatality rates or infection fatality rates or all the things that our public health agencies ought to be telling us so that we can individually with our physicians Evaluate the risk. 
And his style of speaking, just so everybody understands, has to do with a medical condition he suffers. Because I know, I know it can be distracting. And you know, hey, something wrong with the guy. Yeah, uh, it's very difficult for him to speak, but he does it anyway. And that makes him even more admirable. The great news about this is the number of people gathered. The great news about this is you can see that the media still doesn't get it. And why should they? In traditional news, go to a traditional news website. Look at the number of pharma ads you see. They take up eight to nine out of the top 10 spending slots in traditional news media. They're writing huge checks. And do I, I, I could go back and play it again. Sponsored by Pfizer. Pfizer's section of Good Morning America is sponsored by Pfizer. And Pfizer wants you to know that Pfizer is your best friend in this segment. Sponsored by Pfizer, your Pfizer friend. We could go do that again. They didn't block it from us. And God has not allowed them to hide it from us. We have an opportunity to go back now to people as they're watching them pivot. And this is a great opportunity. This is with your friends. Your friends, if they watch Bill Maher and they saw Barry Weiss say that, this is your chance to come and say, do you remember those documents I gave you? Do you remember, could you look at those again? How is it that I knew all these things Barry Weiss is talking about now? How did I know this in advance? How did you not know this in advance? Why is my information so much better than you? Why am I two years ahead of you in this? Who's lying to you? Who lied to Barry Weiss? That's one of the things we could do, and the time is now to do this. Joe Rogan was at the event with Dr. Robert Malone, and this is perhaps the best news out of all of this. Listen to the way these men and Dr. Malone's wife are received. Single-handedly helped crack the dam just a week or two ago on Joe Rogan. without the strength of his beautiful wife. So let me introduce to you Dr. Robert Malone and his beautiful wife, Dr. Jill Malone. of the corner, a legitimate turning of the corner to the party. People are choosing folks outside of your orbit. People are choosing folks outside of your machine. Your machine is breaking down. God is breaking your machine down. This is a great time if you're still listening. Well, you are. You wouldn't have heard that to rate the podcast. Um, I, a young man asked me at a great lunch with, a, an EMT, very impressive young man, uh, last week and great to visit with him. And he actually asked me, what are your goals? Like, what's, what's your goal for you? And, and I sat there for a second and I had to look at him and say, Jack, I don't have any. And I, you know what? For the first time in my life, I said, I don't have any goals. I said, my goal is to be useful to the Lord. My goal is that to understand the Lord's work and to be useful in that work in, in the way that, that glorifies God. I don't have any personal goals. 
Now, I mean, is that true? Because I'm thinking about all the CrossFit stuff. And yeah, I do, except I've really tried to turn that to the glory of God. So when I ask you to rate the podcast, I'm really searching my soul. I really want the podcast to get widely distributed because I really hope to be useful in the work God is doing. And I think the work God is doing is showing people the brokenness of human leadership, of kings, of queens, of bureaucracies, of czars, when all of it is an attack on God's design. You don't need to look further than they tried to pretend we don't have immune systems. They tried to make natural immunity a scary thing. A spokesmouth for the dictator of Washington State, Jay Inslee, participated in calling it the mass infection model. It was a lie. He knew it was a lie. Everybody knows you have an immune system. News. If we didn't have immune systems, we wouldn't exist. The human race would not exist without immune systems. Flat out fact. So when I'm asking you to rate the podcast, I'm really searching my soul to think, is this about rating me? Well, I mean, okay. I'm the clay pot that hosts it. And I hope I'm faithful to God's word. And I know I screw up sometimes. There's no script. I'm not going to do a scripted podcast. No way. But when I ask you to rate it, I do hope it helps more people hear it. That's, that's my hope. And I hope that that pleases the Lord. And I'm sitting here, my eyes going back and forth in my head, trying to search my soul. I'm, I'm telling you what I sincerely feel. I am. Okay, I feel settled in that. There's a reason that it's going to be incredibly hard for anyone to pivot to the injections are junk. Anybody who pushed the injections, be it conservative media hosts, be it liberals, be it machine people. Now, machine people, they don't care. Bill Gates doesn't care. If he cared, he'd do something about it. And he has all sorts of resources to do something about it. And he doesn't, and he won't. Other people who pushed this, the reason it's going to be so very hard is the same reason it's very hard for parents who have participated in putting their kids on antidepressants and anti-anxiety beds to see them addicted to them. It's a very hard thing to say, we were terrified at where you were at. We would do anything to save your life. We didn't do enough research on the pills and we're angry at ourselves. And we're angry at pharmaceutical companies who've reformulated these pills so that they're a lot more like fentanyl when you're trying to get off of them. And we're going to stand with you as you get off of them. And we'll do anything. And we'll hope most of all, the Lord will hear our prayers, deliver from you this from you safely, and use this for his glory. See, you can't be uninjected. Yeah, you can stop wearing the woke masks. You can put kids back in school, but you know what else you can't do? You can't replace two lost years. You can't rebuild mirrored synapses in kids. You, and guys, I have news. You're not going to rebuild trust in so-called public health. That's over. You may as well rebrand the CDC. It's done. If you made the decision to get injected or have your kids injected, 
Man, there's things you can do to get the spike proteins out of your body. I hear, I can't verify that. You can have a D-dimer test to see to what degree it's causing blood clots in your system. And then there's some things you can do to reduce the severity of the blood clots. That's certain. But getting the spike proteins out of your body, I don't know. I've read that there's possibilities of that. I don't know. We're told that they go away eventually. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe anything pharma says. But, 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 but there's this. The same God who rose people from the dead, the same God who healed leprosy with a touch, the same God who restored people's eyesight can restore us. And perhaps it won't be the full restoration of your body. Perhaps it's the restoration of people's minds. Perhaps it's the restoration of a society not run by medical tyrants. But what's the alternative? Civil governance? Yeah. Under whom? Only, well, yeah, I think only godly people can recognize the need to respect the creator first when creating policy, creating so-called medicines. In fact, that makes perfect sense from a medical perspective. First, do no harm. Don't cause bodies to produce poisons. First, do no harm. Don't con people into believing they don't have immune systems. First, do no harms. Don't inject children with something that mathematically can't help them. I think it takes a person of faith, aware of God Almighty. But then again, the demons are aware of God Almighty. I think it takes someone humble enough to say, hey, while we're creating incredible inventions, because there's been miraculous medical inventions or nearly miraculous. While we're doing that, let's make sure that we respect the creator who created all things. I bet you, you start doing that, bet your inventions will bear more fruit. Next hour, what does the January 6th lies and the voting rights lies so-called tell us about the party schemes versus God's plans? That's coming up next hour. This is the Todd Herman Show podcast. We appreciate you sharing it with friends. It's really potent when you email friends and say, give the show a try. Now go be well, be strong, be kind, and yes, be right with God.